This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good morning, this is Marshall Davis. A few weeks ago, I was conversing with someone on Zoom, and he asked me whether I felt like I had grown spiritually. And I responded that things certainly change, but I hesitate to use the word growth. I've been thinking about his question ever since, and I thought it would be good to explore it in an episode. As a Christian pastor, I am familiar with the concept of spiritual growth. It is one of the goals of Christian education, whether of children or adults. It is thought to be the purpose of the devotional life and spiritual practices. The Bible seems to speak of it. The Gospel of Luke says that after Jesus' encounter with the religious teachers in the temple courts when he was 12 years old, that he grew in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. The Apostle Paul implies that Christians grow spiritually. He scolded the Corinthians, saying they should have grown up enough to be able to eat spiritual meat, but they were still babes on a diet of spiritual milk. Ephesians says, Speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, that is Christ. First Peter says, like newborn babes, long for the purest milk of the word, so that by it you may grow in respect to salvation. Second Peter encourages us to grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Scripture encourages us to grow spiritually, but when I was asked the question about spiritual growth, I hesitated to use the word growth. My first reaction to the question is that the concept of spiritual growth is a minefield for the ego. The idea that we might be might be becoming more spiritual or more godly or more enlightened is the type of thing that the ego would clamp onto and use to maintain its power over our lives. Thinking we are spiritual is the domain of Pharisees. The word Pharisee literally means separate one. They saw themselves as separate from others. They saw themselves as more holy, more righteous, more spiritual than others. And these were the people that Jesus had the most severe words for. He repeatedly called them hypocrites. For that reason, the idea that I might consider myself to have spiritually grown and am growing still seems like an opportunity for self-deception. Even though the New Testament appears to say there is such a thing as spiritual growth, this is not something that a person 
can determine about themselves. That would be like a person saying that they are the humblest person that they know. Spiritual growth may be something that we can discern in others, but we would have a difficult time accurately perceiving it in ourselves. We are too close to ourselves to see clearly. And what good could come of this anyway? And what's the purpose of measuring ourselves against some spiritual yardstick? Why do we want to assign ourselves a position along some spectrum of spiritual maturity? It's just another way of comparing ourselves with others. And speaking non-dually, there are no others. There's only one. And then there's the question of who would be growing. Is the ego growing? Is the individual self growing spiritually? There is no such creature. The separate self is a fabrication of the mind. What does it, would, what does it mean then to say that a figment of our imagination is growing? Now, maybe if we were a novelist and we're writing about a character in a book, we could write into that story that that character was growing in awareness or morally or spiritually, but it's just a fictional character, and so are we. So the human persona, we could say, can grow in the sense of a fictional character, but it's not real in a ultimate sense. As I look back on my personal life, my life as a character in this drama of life, I certainly see changes. I see how thoughts have changed and behavior has changed. My wife has recently been reading some of her journals that she kept decades ago when our children were small. And we were lying in bed the other night and she was reading me some of these excerpts and it was interesting and it was fun. I had completely forgotten about some of the things that we thought and felt and did back then. It felt like I was hearing about someone else. My religious and spiritual ideas have changed over the decades. I have gone from nominal Christian to atheist to evangelical Christian to progressive Christian to agnostic to non-dual awareness. My views on social, ethical, and political issues have changed over the decades. In that sense, my persona has changed. I would like to think that this character has grown wiser over the years. But then I remember that at each point in my life, I thought I was growing. Now I look back and I see that sometimes I was regressing when I thought I was moving forward. Other times I was running in circles. I was wrong when I was convinced I was right. It is all the drama of the ego deceiving itself and thinking all the time that it is growing. What does growth mean 
in non-duality anyway. I mean, we're not the persona, we're not the character that we have been playing for as long as we have been self-conscious individuals. When we wake up to ultimate reality, we wake up from the myth of a separate self, including the myth of a spiritually growing self. We are not that person. We are the whole. We are what is being expressed through seven billion humans on this planet, as well as other animals and plants and microorganisms. We are both Adolf Hitler and Mother Teresa, Donald Trump and Nancy Pelosi. Think on that for a moment. We are the parts and the whole. We are the universe conscious of itself. We are the absolute. Can the absolute change? Process theology says God changes. But I have a hard time with that. That seems like a lesser God to me. I define reality as that which does not change. Even though on a phenomenal level it would be expressed in all that changes. It is popular these days to talk about spiritual evolution. Christian philosopher Pierre Teilhard de Chardin speaks of that. People today talk about humankind evolving spiritually and some say that we are at the edge of a breakthrough in human consciousness. I don't see it. Humans have physically evolved like any other life form on Earth, but I don't see evidence for spiritual or moral evolution. I see change, but not growth. As I read the Bible, the biblical concept of God has changed from a tribal deity in the early parts of the Old Testament who ordered genocide to a universal God of unconditional love proclaimed by Jesus. But that is just growth in human understanding of God, not growth of God. After all, many Christians have now returned to that tribal, violent, xenophobic deity. The same with some forms of Islam and Hinduism another religion. So are we evolving or are we devolving? What we really are does not grow. We are being. Being does not grow. Being is. Truth does not change amidst all the changes of this phenomenal world. This changeless one is what I call God. True God. This is the one who identified as I am to Moses. This is the one that Jesus identified with when he said before Abraham was I am. This is what we are. This I am is manifested in a billion changes throughout the evolution of the universe and life on earth. But itself does not change. It does not grow. That thou art. This persona may change and grow, but it's not my true nature. Humans can become more aware of their identity as being 
But that is not spiritual growth. That is simply seeing what we are, what we have always been and always will be. What we really are does not spiritually grow. After all, what we are supposedly growing toward is what we already were before birth. So how is that growth? That is return to the source. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, said Jesus. We are. I am. That is it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.